everyone. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, January 10th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, or if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, let's see, I've got a couple things. I've got an update from Jim Watkins, so that's always interesting. Oh, that last name sounds familiar. Uh, he's Q. Q. Oh, yeah. Aren't there, aren't, Q. Yeah, that's Q's. Senior One of the Q's. Q's. Is Jim, I thought Jim senior was Q. Q. Oh, Q. Maybe he's... Oh, okay. I thought Ron, Ron Watkins is Senior Q. Oh, okay. Jim is junior I, Q. I don't know if that's is that right? one is one, one's the other. I don't remember which is which. <laughs> but in any case, <laughs> uh, we'll get to we'll that in a bit. Uh, first, let's start with a follow up on George Santos. He is. Oh, God, that guy's a scumbag. Oh, <laughs> I love George's week, though, in the house. Sitting by himself, not having anybody to talk to. Yes, and then one person actually went up to go talk to him because they didn't recognize him. He said, hi, I'm so-and-so. And he said, who are you? He said, I'm George Santos. And the guy just turned around and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Republicans, uh, some of the Republicans at least, are now calling for him to go in front of the Ethics Committee and examine his campaign, etc. Well, I yeah, think now, now that he voted for Kevin McCarthy, we don't need him. <laughs> right, right. right. I think it's really, in addition to that, is because of what is in this article in the Washington Post. It's talking about the fact that Santos's uh, campaign has many violations of finance laws, um, according to some initial investigations. So there is district attorney's office in Nassau County, New York, that is going after the, uh, well, investigating. We'll say investigating, not going after. That sounds like they're, you know. Right, or physically pursuing them. <laughs> right. <laughs> They are building but, a case against him right. for many financial discrepancies in his campaign. Well, yeah, I mean, because I, you know, amongst all the lying and stuff like that, there's also this thing about him suddenly becoming a millionaire and having millions and millions and millions do dumped into his own personal account, I believe. Well, oh, I hadn't read that. My, yeah. my favorite part was the staffer who he paid $100,000 to call potential donors claim that he was Kevin McCarthy's uh, chief of staff and ask them to give money to George Santos campaign. Wow. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Magnificent. That's the, the job I was meant to have. <laughs> <laughs> he has $700,000 in the 21-22 cycle, despite having only $55,000 in earned income. He reportedly loaned that to his campaign. Where did it come from? Hmm? Oligarch's cousin, possibly? <laughs> he also uh, flashed a white power, the okay thing. Yeah, I saw that. That was fun. <laughs> he also he, was what, taking an oath with his fingers that? crossed <laughs> a couple days ago. But when he was getting sworn in, didn't he? Didn't he do the little, cross the little white power thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and cross his fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he offered whoa, whoa, that whoa. you could come you're and watch not, him get sworn in for a hundred dollars a person. You're not joking. He legitimately did the swear in and then cr was crossing his fingers. Yes. Of, yeah. What is I I have to see the movie on this guy. What is going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> also I'm, in the article, some of the campaign finance stuff, 
the the campaign legal center called his claims of earning millions over the previous two years vague, uncorroborated, and non-credible in the light of his many previous lies. <laughs> and now this money was from the DeVolder organization. His name that he went under for a while was George DeVolder when he yep. initially was running for office. Now, DeVolder is apparently his middle name, which is a weird fucking middle name. No, it's not his um, middle name. It, uh, a lot of the... Um Hispanic community does this. They incorporate the mother's maiden name into their last name. That's why oh, I have that a hyphenated name. Yeah, sure, sure. So it's a hyphenated Latino name, which is so his okay. his like shadow organization is mm. the Devolder organization, which is a nonprofit that has money flowing in and out of it, basically laundering because nobody knows where it's coming from and it just doesn't match his claims. But will it make a difference? Ow. Will he go to jail? Will he get kicked out? All these I questions. Think he's, I think he's. I think he's going to get kicked out by the Republicans. I think. I think the very fact that he was sitting there alone was very much in the vein that look, we need his vote right now. We can't afford it because of all the insanity going on. I think they're going to continue to need it, though. No, they'll just replace him with another Republican. How, well, I don't know how this works. If if a congressman gets removed, who gets to pick who his replacement is? Uh, except for Tennessee, the governor of the state, who is a Democrat for the most oh, part. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that he won in New York. Yeah. Right. So they can't they can't risk that. I mean, she- I find that it's also so disturbing that while you were telling that story, Karen, mm. without seeming overly racist or racist at all, really, I mean, not to suggest that I'm not a tiny bit racist. But anyway, the point is, you're like, oh, well, in the Latino community, I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure George Santos is even Latino at this point? Oh, well, that's a good point. <laughs> I, I think he actually, he went, <laughs> all right, so he could be, you know, uh, incorporating other people's traditions. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, How did I'm, the Jews I'm handle it? <laughs> I'm skeptical of literally everything that he says and does. That's, yeah. That's reasonable. <laughs> But I think Everybody I did read that somewhere, be. though. So, <laughs> Do you think he has a condition? Yes. <laughs> I think he's a sociopath. <laughs> you don't think he's like like a legitimate like pathological liar? Like Sociopaths I, can be that. <laughs> yeah, but he – but like I feel like a sociopath would be like more sneaky about it or lie about just one thing. He legitimately lied about everything and was like um, – and you're telling me was like I'll never get caught. He's smarter than everybody else. It's usually the way it goes. Oh. They, they think they're smarter. Yeah, and they I don't think know, because that... when he did get caught, he was just like, nah, no need to nitpick my resume. Right. Nitpick. A hundred percent was false. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. But again, so again, does that mean that like, is he like, well, I'm trying to figure out if he's fucking crazy because I, I just don't see how you could do all that with a sound mind and go, oh, this will be easy. To get well, so I, I agree with you, Jared, because it's not just the big things he lied about. He mm. didn't just lie about this or like he lied about stuff that didn't matter whatsoever, like where he went to college or that he worked somewhere like he, he could have he could have put anything on there. And he 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 did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just randomly made stuff up and it was completely false. Like none of his 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 background is verifiable. So. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, he's a compulsive liar. The college, the workplace, the fake animal refuge. Yeah. His mother dying in 9-11. His, the fact that he's – what his sexuality is. Like, yeah. th- I mean, there's a lot to, to unpack. Right. And it doesn't, he doesn't is ex- going to – it looks like he is getting into trouble for the finance stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, straight up lying is not against the rules, but, you know, lying <laughs> about where your money is coming from. People get a little bit pissy about that. Okay, but then to, to what end? At best, he gets two years in the house, and then 
another Republican runs against him, be like, "Well, I didn't. I only lied about eight of the nine things I said. He lied about all nine. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> that's an improvement. All right. If unless somebody has something else about Mr. Santos, uh, um, no, not about Santos. But I didn't because I never look at the sheet anymore because I like to be surprised. Sure. Do you have anything about Matt Schlapp in today's show? I don't do not believe so. Okay, then you might want to remind me about Matt. Do you know who Matt Schlapp is? Uh, I should. I think he's the guy who invented CPAC, or he has something to do with CPAC. It's chairman of the American Conservative Union, yes. Okay. Fox News contributor. We'll see see where to weave him in there. Oh, I remember why he's in the news now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, should we talk about it now, or you want to weave it in somewhere else? Well, we're still doing (laughs) follow-ups, you know. (laughs) Well, sure. So the next big thing, and it's the thing everybody's talking about, I thought I would bring up again. McCarthy did make it late Friday night, technically early Saturday morning, uh, he became Speaker of the House. There's a lot to be said about that. The fact that uh, Hakeem Jeffries pretty much won every vote except the last one. Two, but yes. The last two? Yeah. Okay. And so the, the, the one article that I wanted to mention is on Huffington Post. The idea that the next two years, this was just a taste of what's going to be happening in the next two years. Oh, sure. It's going to be exhausting. It's already started, and it's mind... Not, I, I, don't, I, I don't mean to call things mind-blowing. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm always disappointed, but I'm never surprised. That I mean, this what? group of clowns spent the <laughs> whole midterms, oh, we, we were listening to the people, and what they want is take care of inflation and uh, immigration crisis, and we need to stop the wokeness. All right, what's your first order of business? Defund the IRS. Right. Wait, what? And they think that they what's did What's your it? second order of business? Abolish the ethics committee. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, they have no interest in governing. Nope. <laughs> they do well, not want to make things better. Well, the other thing on their list is specifically to not raise the debt ceiling unless they can take an axe to um, entitlements. That's actually in their rule set, which means they're coming for Social Security and Medicare. But it's never I mean, going to, I mean. Yeah. Oh. The only thing that I need to know about that is that all the old people will still line up to vote for them. Yeah, they'll lose a few more, but not enough. You know. They will not. Well, keep in mind, Ian, they're in this mess because they did not do what they were supposed to do. Mm. And in an off year, you're supposed to win a lot of seats, and they didn't get that many, and that's why they're in the situation they're in. Yeah, they don't have a winning argument, so all they have is fear. I'm with Hypatia. Like, I would also like to believe, how, how how could the voters ignore this? I want to believe that after this, they should be just get creamed in 2024. It's absolutely just mm. not even a chance, but it won't make a dent. Will not make a well, single dent. It won't make a dent because I bet you if I went and asked some of my more Republican-leaning friends who don't really dial into this shit, if I asked them what was going on with Kevin McCarthy, they'd be like, who the fuck's Kevin McCarthy? What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. That would be the response, because they, they're not dialed into this type of shit. True. Oh, is he the guy that... Are they going to bring up Hunter Biden's penis? Are they doing that? That's all they care about. <laughs> right. Oh, that's coming. Once they run out of, yeah. of actual things that they need to disrupt, because we can't have you know their big ticket donors getting audited. So we got to stop that first. And by stop, I mean... Do nothing? Yeah. I do really enjoy the spin that the Republicans are, are trying to put on this. That, well, this is how government should be. This is all done yeah. correctly. Well, now that we've been through this, we know how to govern. Wait, a minute ago, you didn't know how to govern? Yeah. 
but now that it took you 15 votes to become Oops. speaker, the easiest part of your agenda, yeah. now you've got it mastered? Now so you've that, got the uh, house pedophile in in line. <laughs> you can you can actually get some stuff done. And the That's former and the former hooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a hundred years, we've been doing it wrong, guys and ladies. <laughs> Not supposed to be organized and know who your leader is on the first vote. It's crazy talk. Another thing about the speaker battle that I thought was interesting was Trump proved once again how much impact he actually has on the politicians. Because he weighed in, which vote was it? Mm. On like the 6th or 7th, or maybe, maybe it was a little later than that, that he, like, his social media platform put out a message, vote for Kevin, close the deal, blah, 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 blah. This is and embarrassing. Just, <laughs> he was yeah. actually raised like, guys, stop it, this looks dumb. Yeah. Well, he's right. Yeah. They, they look exactly. dumb. Yeah. I did hear, I saw it somewhere, that um, Trump would not uh, talk to them until McCarthy promised to support Trump in the 2024 election. Oh, sure. So I won't help you unless you promise to help me. That's. But he didn't help. He did nothing. He he didn't help a lot. It's true. Well, my favorite part of that, where when he made that statement, was Lauren Berber coming out and just quietly being like, Mr. President, why don't you go suck a dick? Yeah. <laughs> And let us figure this out. Yeah. He, uh, Trump did have Green running around with him on her phone trying to talk to people. And oh, is that why was she was waving like, her phone him. on speakerphone at people? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Someone caught a shot of it. You could see uh, it's a DT yeah. on it. Yeah. And then people uh, are waving okay. it off me like, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, the, the the glory that was this whole debacle was uh, C-SPAN and then, you know, the camera angles and the you know, four cameras and the zooming in that they were allowed to do because there were, were, were no rules in place. And, you see that uh, one guy try to go after Gates? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, he is my Republican spirit animal. He's yep. about fighting Matt Gates every day. <laughs> Well, Matt Gates actually put through a uh, a request to keep C-SPAN's four ca- four cameras in there because it increases his FaceTime. I mean, it incre- yeah. increases the amount of time he spends on TV. I, I mean, I, re- I really hope they do this because my God, is it entertaining at times? It's also terrifying, but entertaining. Sitting there with his smug, punchable face. Yeah. <laughs> <So> punchable. <laughs> very punchable. Yeah. Right, anything else about the whole speaker thing? No. It's just going to be a very interesting two years. Yeah. yeah. Thank God they can't do anything, any real major damage. Well, they, right. Can, right. They, they can do big investigations and gather a lot of, you know, that, attention. That shit, but, though. We've no. seen that before. We saw it when Trump first got voted in and the insanity going on, and nothing really came of anything. Yeah. Right. Just like January right. 6th, nothing will come of that. Right. Yeah. Oh, again, it's, so far, it's been a ton of nothing. I, how many times did they launch... A fully Republican investigation of Benghazi. Was it no, six? Th- Thirteen. Something like that. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen times. They found nothing <laughs> 13 times? Yeah. Correct. Good for them. <laughs> now, I don't, don't worry, it wasn't political. Even when Kevin McCarthy came out and said, this is political, look how good it worked. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this isn't political. We're just we're just doing our job. <laughs> so, yeah, this... Uh, hold on, let me, let me <laughs> glance at the list, Jared Stout. This new... Today's talking point... Uh, that's going to have Jared's Discord channel all in an uproar. <laughs> all those classified documents that Biden was trying to hide. Mm. Oh, I haven't looked. Let me take a look. Oh, they're... Oh, 
There's not. I mean, those are totally parallel issues. They're equivalent, essentially. Now, no. I do want to get into the Biden, classi- Biden classified document thing, but first, yeah. in comparison to what happened in uh, D.C., I wanted to talk about what happened with the Pennsylvania House. Mm. Oh, crap. Now, what are those dorks up to? <laughs> I may not have all the details right, but uh, I got this from Karen, so she can correct me. Basically, what happened was they were also split almost as badly as uh, what the D- what it was in D.C., but and the Republicans were in charge, but didn't have enough votes to actually get a House speaker in the House uh, for Pennsylvania. So what they decided to do was they nominated an independent, and that independent got all the votes. Maybe not all, but a lot of the votes. Yeah. And got put in place. So the speaker in the Pennsylvania House is now Mark Rossi, who is a self-proclaimed free thinker and independent. Woohoo. Wait, when it's sorry, it's been tainted by other people. When you say free thinker, yeah. you mean like free thought caucus or the way that Aaron Rodgers is a free thinker because he avoids <laughs> vaccines? More, more like a free thought caucus. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yes. He is a, when asked his religious beliefs, he said he's a free thinker and he is a an independence independent. Now, wow. he is, he's the speaker of the Pennsylvania House? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. Now, it's been tainted a little bit by news yesterday, but not too much. The guy that nominated him is a Republican and said that the agreement was is that he would um, declare – he's currently a, a Democrat, um, but but he votes like an independent. And he, think, he you know says it is an independent. The agreement was is that he would actually um, run as an independent, and he hasn't done yet that yet. So the Republican that nominated him is a little pissed off at the moment, but I'm sure they all, that hopefully will tap back down again. But yeah, they actually did something reasonable. I'm like, what? Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Hey, didn't Shapiro put a Republican in charge of some thing too? Because uh, he fought against Trump and all that bullshit. Hadn't oh, heard maybe. that, but yeah, yeah, something. Uh, I saw him interviewed on CNN or something like that, and he was like, "Well, I just did my job, and you know, I got a good working relationship with Shapiro. He's secretary of something or whatever. I don't know." Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro? No, our <laughs> no. governor Shapiro. <laughs> oh, that guy, <laughs> yeah, just... Josh Shapiro. Josh Shapiro. Did I say oh, Ben Shapiro? Did I say Ben Shapiro? <laughs> no. no, you just said Shapiro, and I got confused. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's going to happen a lot in the next four years. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll adjust. I'm, I'm not used to not Governor Wolf. Mm. It's only been a couple minutes. I'm gonna, mi- I'm gonna miss his tweets on weed. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the, the mentioning of uh, our Democratic governor putting a Republican charge that actually kind of circles back around to. Biden's classified documents because um, Merrick Garland has appointed a uh, a Trump appointed investigator to investigate the Biden's documents, which makes perfect sense because yeah. he, the whole reason Merrick Garland was going to be or was suggest was was what uh, was nominated by by Obama was because he was a middle of the road guy that everybody should have been able to get behind. Right. So there's a. A thing to investigate a Democratic president, clearly you want a Republican to do that because you want to get as much of the, you know, as much of the information out. You don't want to have the the sense that, oh, well, it's a Democratic cover-up. Right. No appearance of impropriety. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is, yes. I mean, it's not, I'm sure it's, you know, this came out. He said, go find me 
the most moderate Trump appointee to investigate this. Sure. Right. Yeah. But as long as he's covered in some Trump stink, it seems legit. But this <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem awful. I don't have all the details, but it you fill us in. Well, so all that I can really tell you is that there were classified documents in a private office locked away in a closet. Uh, this was in an office that Biden used uh, in between 2017 and 2020. Yeah, 2017 and 2020. Mm-hmm. And the, this office was used as a, like a think tank between him being vice president and then becoming president. Right. Okay. They would pack him up in his pool house, Ian. Yeah. Got right. him. <laughs> This right. is a governmental office that's used for governmental purposes, and mm. the classified document. Now, who, who, who actually found the documents? I'm not sure. It was somebody on the uh, they sell, no, they, personal lawyer. Yeah, they self-reported. Okay, yeah, they self-reported yeah. it. So they found they the documents. Yeah, they, they found the documents on November second, less than a week before the 2020 uh, election, which is odd. Mm-hmm. No, 2021. It would have been. 2022. I'm sorry. They found him last year and yes. uh, in okay. November 2nd, 2022. Um, yes. And it was the people packing up the office because um, they were shutting it down. It was in a folder labeled personal documents. They opened it up and went, oh, that's not personal stuff, and immediately called um, the archives. The archives came and yes. picked it up the next day, and they started an investigation because that's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the questions will be... What did they do with the other 51 boxes that he had <laughs> hidden in there? No. <laughs> no? What? <laughs> but but it's the same. Yeah. What about all the what about the 51 boxes he has in his many many homes? Or the uh resort that he runs where thousands of people just roam around at all any given time. Right. Now, were these just the documents that the National Archives insisted that he returned, mm-hmm. then he pretended to return, and then kept anyway? <laughs> Those ones? No. <laughs> or were these different ones? Did he have a master lock lock on it? Because nobody can get through a master lock, right? That's, That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a master lock, Jared. Yeah. And a nanny cam pointed at the door, yeah. By the way, I did a quick check on the channel, and there's no mention of this. Hmm. Surprising. Oh. Now, it's early Yeah, could be. Could be, too, could be too soon. Yeah. yeah, but I was shocked to find a tweet in defense of George Santos and the lie that he does compared to all the lying that Joe Biden has done that the Repub- that the Democrats are okay with. Uh, what? You know, you know, like that corn pop story, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun story. I don't even care if that one's true. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious what the lying is, like, because I, I had this conversation when Obama was in office and they're like, well, Obama lies all the time. I'm like, give me. Give, OK, give me an example. Yeah. And the only example they had was the if you like your doctor, you can keep yeah, your that, doctor. They love that one. That's Ooh. not a lie. I'm like, he was I'm just like, wrong. That wasn't a lie. He thought that <laughs> if your doctor didn't qualify for the program, that it wouldn't be a doctor people would like. Yeah. You like your shitty doctor. That's really not his his fault. Yeah. No, he knew. <laughs> you don't understand. These people legitimately think that, like, Obama and, of course, now Biden hate the United States of America. Right. Not, not just that they're dummies and can't govern, that they actively are working against the best interests of the country. It's so weird. Uh, yeah. And they're yeah. all in crime families. <laughs> Clinton and- crime family, Biden crime family... <laughs> And just to be clear, it sounds like we're defending Biden, and we are a little bit because of the amount of of hostility. Mm. But at the same time, 
if if those documents were there and they shouldn't have been there and it was his fault, and they knew need about to, it to, to investigate it. They need to uh, do whatever whatever they should to right. to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Right. Right. I'm not going to defend Biden if he did something wrong. He if no. he's a dottery old man and accidentally left classified documents in the closet. I sincerely doubt that's the case. But if that is the case, then yes, we should all know that. We should that should be public knowledge. Yeah. I would, and Hypatia's point is it's the most important point. It's interesting that Biden isn't hiding hiding and arguing about it like Trump did. I mean, Trump was just treating them like commodities. There are you know pawns in his games. Wait, Biden, wait, wait. Went, Biden didn't come out and say that the FBI planted them there? No. I'm know. saying that somebody <laughs> might have planted them there because it's awful goddamn convenient right right before the election, but that's just me. <laughs> well, I'm suspicious. I mean, I, if there's anything I could, could say to nitpick about this is that they did keep it quiet before the election. But, uh, you know, I, I don't blame them for that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was kept quiet, but at the same time, it, really convenient timing if it wasn't kept quiet. And you know, yeah. are some of these are some of these classified documents from the Trump administration just you know misplaced in Biden's office? You know, it'd like, be interesting to it, see you know, when they disappeared, when they you know when uh, Biden was supposed to have had them previously. We'll see. God, that would have been great if they were actually Trump's top secret stuff that they didn't yeah. realize. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jason Miller went I over there and planted it in the office. Going to be true, but <laughs> probably not. It just makes me giggle to think about it. Oh, right. that would be so funny. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. This, these are kind of in a completely random order, so I, yeah, there's no like cohesiveness to them. I did want to mention, though, uh, if you recall Diamond and Silk, mm-hmm. uh, Diamond did pass away this last week. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. That seems sudden. She, uh, had, she wasn't old enough to pass away, was she? No, she's 51. Oh. Hopefully that's not old enough to pass away. I that's say terrible. not too bad and not... And mm-hmm. I say not terrible. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, she's a pretty horrible person. But uh, she yeah. had... Oh, no. What did she why, why, What did she do? I don't know who she is. Oh, Diamond oh, and Silk. Know who, Nor do you I don't care. know who Diamond and Silk are? No. Oh. Who's Diamond and Silk? They were... Uh, if they're social media famous, don't even fucking start. <laughs> why would I know that? Well, they're they, super they pro-Trump. Yeah, they are social... Like, they are social media famous. Mm-hmm. But they got that for being pro-Trump. And then at one point, I believe he had them in the White House. Wasn't he, like, discussing, like, like plans with them Yeah, <laughs> shit? Yeah. yeah. They're they, like a comedy duo. Right. They should have been on Glow. <laughs> there they are. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well. And she, uh, was in the, she was hospitalized over Thanksgiving for COVID. And now she's dead at 51. So. Oh. Which one was it? Diamond or Silk that died? Diamond. 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 Well, I hope Silk went and got a vaccine after that. <laughs> I hope so. I, I don't know that she died from COVID, but the timing is suspicious, or well, or the after effects of COVID. You know. I mean, bottom line, I think the thing we're all not saying is that they were two black women who thought we can make a buck by being black and loving Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's fine. I mean, they made a lot of money. Yeah. Off of that. Hope, ho- right. I was going to say. Hope. Hopefully, she has it managed appropriately, and her kids are okay. Mm. And if she has no kids, her sister them. will be fine. <laughs> Right. Well, oh, wait, I mean, they're sisters? I think. Uh, maybe not. No, no. Well, they have different last names, but I guess that doesn't matter. Oh. Uh, I thought they were, but maybe not. Oh, if they're related, then... No, they are sisters. Bit... Both women, oh, okay. sisters, yeah. I feel a little bad. A little bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, next news thing that I have, and this should have been with the Trump stuff, but yeah, like I said, out of order. Uh, a New York judge has refused to dismiss 
The Trump fraud suit, the $250 million fraud suit uh, just... against uh, the Trump organization. That's in the New York one? This in so many. New York, yes. Okay. Uh, the judge refused to dismiss it as uh, frivolous, basically said that the, I don't have the quote in front of me, but basically said that, yeah, what you presented doesn't, it, it's not even a legal argument. Frivolous is the word he used. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that what, will continue. What, what, was, what was the argument that they used? I'm not even sure that it said. Um, oh. Based apparently, arguments. in the judge's quote, they wrote, reading these arguments was, to quote the baseball sage Lawrence Peter Yogi Berra, deja vu all over again. <laughs> Uh, saying that, yeah, yeah, you're you're trying to make these legal claims that aren't that have no basis whatsoever. So, <laughs> his lawyers are doing a bang up job. <laughs> Lovely. Sorry, when you were describing that, all I could hear was the uh, at the end of Billy Madison when he's doing the heads up trivia, and the announcer is like, after that inane rambling <laughs> of complete nonsense, everyone is now dumber <laughs> for having heard what you just said. Could Your have, case is not dismissed. Please get out of my courtroom. Could have just said wrong. <laughs> or no. <laughs> um, in other politics, not in the U.S., uh, Bolsonaro's rioters, they had their own January 6th, uh, two yeah, days ago on January 8th. What the fuck is going on over there? Yeah. Well, I tell you one thing that I found interesting about that story was uh, Jason Miller, not Steve Miller, but Jason Miller, uh, one of Trump's right-hand men, one of the more quiet no, ones. I, I the guys, the guys whose goatee isn't quite big enough for his face. Yeah, that yeah. guy. He was. He looks like, he looks like a, a shrunken down Alex Jones a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he was um, held on the tarmac in Brasilia after the um, after the riots, trying to leave the country. So he was down there when all this happened. Like, mm? what the hell is he doing there? That's a really good question. What was he doing there? <laughs> that guy, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a younger picture of him. I think he's lost more hair since then. <laughs> I think he's 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 had a uh, hair restoration process and has a fuller beard now. Mm. No, that looks very darkened. Also, <laughs> my dude, you got a fat face. Just grow a beard. Yeah, yeah. is not doing you any favors. <laughs> so they, uh, Bolsonaro's team contacted Steve Bannon as well. Mm. So Steve Bannon was talking to them before this whole riot thing started. Don't know if he influenced the rioters, but it wouldn't surprise me because apparently that's what he's good at. I, I, and you know where Bolsonaro is at the moment. Yeah, right. Very. So he <laughs> Bolsonaro lost the election, just like Trump, yep. had rioters storming all the different Capitol buildings. Not quite just like Trump, but very similar. And then right. went to Florida. He went to Florida before it happened, and now he has a tummy ache yes. in Florida. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he lost the election, went to Mar-a-Lago. I was going to say, Donald, Trump's, Donald Trump said, did you try getting your supporters to riot? He went, let me see. They rioted. They failed. He went back to Mar-a-Lago and is now in the hospital. Yeah. Was he really at Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was making the joke. He really... 100%. Well, he what is, in what Florida. is life Wait, now what? that these jokes are coming real? <laughs> I know he was in Florida... Are you sure he was at actually at Mar-a-Lago? Uh, I'll check. Okay, I'll get back to you guys. Because I'm just, I just am not sure about that. I hadn't read that anywhere, and that seems like an important piece of information. Well, in any well, case, <laughs> well, according to uh, New York Sun, yes, he was in Florida, in, in Mar-a-Lago specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
I don't know what the New York Sun is. I'm slightly suspicious, but, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm also reading the New York Sun where it says Bolsonaro decamps at Mar-a-Lago. Mm. Yeah. I'll check to see if there's any other way to confirm that. It just, uh, that seems a bit much. But then again, he's got Jason Miller and Steve Bannon, you know, doing stuff for him. So why wouldn't he be at Mar-a-Lago? That, right. That, True. Sure. And Trump would hook him up, get the, you know, connect the dots for him. So you you three guys, you, you sort it out. <laughs> right. You want to see the documents the FBI didn't get? Yeah. <laughs> that just makes me groan. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're still looking at that, um, the next thing that I had, I just wanted to mention it real quick. Uh, Putin mm. called for a holiday ceasefire. And I I find it interesting wh- how the media is portraying this, specifically CNN, because that's generally where I've listened and he- you know heard about this so much. But the head of the Russian Orthodox Church... Patriarch Kirill called for Ukraine to join in a temporary truce, which would be the first ceasefire since the conflict began. And they, they were calling for like a three-day ceasefire to, you know, out of respect for the religion. In reality, mm. uh, the Russians aren't doing very well, and the ceasefire, every, every, every military strategist is basically saying Putin wanted to stop and regroup. He right. wanted to move troops around without being attacked. He wanted to use this as a strategic advantage. And uh, you you can't do a one-sided or unilateral ceasefire. It has to be an agreed-upon <laughs> right. thing. And the Ukrainians well, went, no, thank you. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Zelensky pretty much said, you know, if you want to stop shooting, you can. <laughs> right. All you have to do is leave our country. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't – the way that I read his statement was, you know, if the Russians want to stop shooting, they can do that. We will not stop shooting. Yeah. Um, because he's very aware that Putin's just using this as a strategy to, to regroup and, and refresh his troops. And also get ammo. He's getting – Putin's getting ammunition from North Korea. Yemeni. <laughs> you're really scraping the barrel if you're going to North Korea and saying, give me spare bullets. Maybe they had a good deal. Well, I'm sure they make bullets cheap. <laughs> right? Well, they were yeah. probably purchased from Russia a decade or so ago. I'm just getting them back. All right. Um, next thing. Mm. Um, again, this is under news. South Carolina Supreme Court has struck down the state's new abortion ban. Yay. Um, Sweet. The, the state currently has an abortion banning at 20 weeks. Um, the new law... Was was it a heartbeat one? I think it was a heartbeat one, uh, but the, or it was. A, I think it was within six weeks, Ugh, which is almost impossible. Six, yeah. So uh, the judge basically said that's not enough time for for women to necessarily even know that they're pregnant, let alone be able to to do anything about it. Uh, this is a hardship, too much of a hardship on the person, and is uh, unconstitutional uh, according to the state's constitution. So, so yeah, you can't take that to the national Supreme Court, so right because it's a ruling state. on the state's constitution. Right. I mean, they'll try to argue it so, anyway to the federal Supreme Court, but they'll possibly win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Thanks That's for ruining what I like the story. To hear. <laughs> yeah, we we couldn't even hold on to that win for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, currently it's still a win, though they haven't done it yet. We'll, right. We'll see. Although I can't argue against your statement. <laughs> uh, next thing in news, and this has uh, more to do with climate change, really, Utah's Great Salt Lake 
Uh, they're giving it about five years. Uh, it is, that makes sense. It is going away very quickly because humans are diverting all of the water that usually would flow into it uh, in order to uh, feed livestock and water crops. At this, yep. at the rate that it's going currently, based on even if nothing else gets worse, uh, Great Salt Lake will be no more in about five years. Yep. Wow, that's, wow. that's a major I, I, change. I, I, yeah. yeah, I genuinely thought that Great Salt Lake would outlast Lake Mead, but it looks like it's going to edge it out by a couple years. Yeah, yep. not not by much. Not by much. You're right. <laughs> I mean, if it's got five, Mead's got ten at the most. Mm. I think it's a lot deeper, but yeah, probably. Not too far behind It's as that. though the desert is going to try to revert back to being the desert. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. As a species that actually can, you know, look into the future and predict the future, we're really bad at actually doing that. But we're <laughs> we're also greedy. Yeah. Yeah. So greedy. Selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Not my problem. <laughs> uh, one of the main reasons that it is a problem is the Great Salt Lake has been a migratory stop for many, many birds. Mm. Uh, mm. So that could be devastating actually sure uh to the ecology supported by that so yay no yeah. <laughs> all right on a slightly lighter note funnier <laughs> in any case uh here's a story about jim watkins so did we determine who's jim and who's ron nope okay Doesn't i really think jim is, sorry jim, I didn't is, know jim, is, jim is the younger <laughs> i believe okay that is what i had thought but jim is the older we... yeah jim's the oh, okay. jim's the older one yeah okay Ah. All right. Well, in any case, Jim Watkins was called in front of the January 6th Congressional Committee. Really? Hmm. He was asked about QAnon and his connections to QAnon and all that sort of stuff. So what did uh, what did Jim Watkins say about QAnon? He said QAnon is manufactured by the left wing media. It's probably put out by a company called Media Matters, which I believe is funded by a man named George Soros. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Classic. Nice. Classic Q drop. <laughs> uh, he says it's not. it doesn't have anything to do with my website. I uh, used the term a couple times. That's before I realized what it even was. <laughs> uh, he later then went on to give a revisionist version of the Capitol uh, riot in January 6th. He called the riot a beautiful, wonderful, peaceful, and patriotic gathering. Man. Peaceful. Five people died. Got it. I just find it. I mean, he is so far gone from reality. Is he though, or is he another George Santos? Hmm. Sure. Or we just can't can't stop lying. Yeah. Is he in? He's he is he's he's he and his dad said if we start this, there's no going back. Every breath has to build on our last lie. No, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the George Santos thing. I think it's they just want to keep making money and. Q was a was a gigantic boon for them, uh, mm. and the site, and then then it evolved into other things, and I think that's all they care about is cash. Sure, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Also, they're both a little off. Him yes, there there's something not right about them. Agreed. All right, uh, moving on to religious nonsense. A pastor, Pastor Victor Gonzalez, who's the former head of Imperial Valley Ministries. A church in El Centro, California, was just sentenced last Friday to six months in jail and six months of home confinement afterwards. Is the name of what? his town The Center? El Centro? It's called The Center in California. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, just hey, checking. There is an entire country in Africa called Central African Republic. This is true. If you had any curiosity as to where it's located. <laughs> <clears throat> like Center County? Uh, <laughs> totally. Okay. Six months yeah, in jail. I'm not sure. Since, since you live in Center County, I mean... Well, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, in any case, the allegations against this pastor, he subjected homeless people into forced labor. He coerced mm. them into surrendering their welfare benefits and compelling them to panhandle up to nine hours a day, six days a week, and pretty much just took that money away from them to benefit the church leaders. Um, oh. As it turns out, they lined their pockets for over $100,000 doing this. Wow. Um, he sequestered them into uh, basically a labor camp. And if they didn't do what he wanted, um, you know, he took away any IDs and held them so they couldn't get away. Uh, he threatened them with uh, not being kicking them out, not not having a place to sleep, threatened them with uh, starvation in order to get them uh, to do what he wanted. He originally faced up to 20 years in prison. However, uh, they dropped most of the actual charges. Mm. Wait, who's they? Uh, the prosecutors. They? Oh, okay. Reason? I don't really know. Um, they were originally, uh, the, they, the Gonzalez's, originally pleaded guilty to uh, benefit fraud, additional counts of forced labor, document servitude, and conspiracy were dropped. Hmm. Why? They didn't say. So my he, guess is he's a good he's Christian a preacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was really, first of all, I was shocked by what he did. Mm. It seemed horrifying, but then I was like, yeah, because it always comes back to how did these people, you know, manage to pull that off? If that's six months, six right. months. If that was it, I, that would be my job. <laughs> hey, how do you guys pay the mortgage? Well, Ian commits a crime, makes over $100,000, goes away for six months, and then we're good. And when we need another $100,000 for pee process, mm. that, that's, I can do six months in county for $100,000. Hey, you're not going to prison for that. You're just going to jail. Right. Jeez. <laughs> I'm so baffled. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so bad. Now, some yeah. of the ways that he was embezzling the money from his own church, embezzling, I think that's what the church was designed to do. But uh, <laughs> Gonzalez spent years living in a rent-free church, owned home. Uh, he earned a, a salary from the church and got an occasional $1,000 blessing. Oh. <laughs> blessing? <laughs> nice. Not bonus, blessing. Yeah, blessing. Hmm. Yeah, when will people learn? Why do you people let this keep happening to you? <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's just ongoing. Yeah. If it's not clear by now, a large percentage of the uh, religious pastors and leaders are in it just to grift, just to take money. And it's funny, whenever there seems to be, like, a sort of honest one, like, I remember when when Trump was president, reading a story about a, I think it was a female pastor or priest, something like that, and she was just casually like, you know... I don't know if Trump is actually the great guy you all think he is. They're like, get the fuck out of here! You're out, lady! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of church leaders, a four-year investigation in Kansas. The investigation was into the Kansas 
uh, church, the Catholic churches, has found 188 predators within the Catholic churches in Kansas. This all kind of sparked off this. Uh, how many states have done this now? But it all sparked off when Pennsylvania did this. Right. Are now I, Governor Shapiro leading yep. the way. And the Speaker of the House was part of that as well. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> he, was also, he was a victim of uh, uh, child sex abuse. So now states in several different cities or several different states, the, the, the uh, what do they call The attorneys general have decided to investigate the uh, archdiocese in, uh, in the various states. And in Kansas, they reported there were reported more than 400 victims of ch- sexual abuse since 1950. Again, 188 predators. Uh, it looks like only about 30 of them are eligible eligible to be charged with anything due to the priests aging and dying off or victims signing some sort of non-disclosure agreement with the church. Mm. Uh, but rampant evidence of the church's covering up the evidence and keeping it from law enforcement. I mean, really, anywhere they look, they're going to find it. It's, it's hundreds of people, hundreds of predators in every state. All you have to do is look, and they'll be there. It's really amazing that, I mean, it's just completely rampant in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Well, it's I, I, as we've discovered as well, it's also in a couple of other churches. I suspect that it's in way more than we anticipate. Well, not that we anticipate, but other people anticipate this. And do these people, you think the people go there just like, willfully ignore this? Or do you ever think that they like sit around the dinner table and be like, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> Bit of both. And then they say, get the fuck out of here. You're not in this family anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's all I have about the Catholic Church. Mm. Uh, Let's move on to Islam. That's always fun. (laughs) 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 An article from the Religion News Service talks about a professor, history professor in Minnesota, who was fired after showing students a depiction of the prophet Muhammad in his class. Apparently. What? Where? This was in Minnesota. Minnesota. Apparently, one of his students was a Muslim and complained about this, and the dude was fired. Here are the problems with this. One, mm-hmm. it's a picture. Okay, let's put aside the fact that it's it's a painting of a guy, and this guy lost his job for showing his students a painting of a guy. Right. So we'll put that aside for now. <laughs> let's put a pin in that one. The history professor said he was going to show his students a, quote, treasured 14th century painting depicting the prophet Muhammad's call to prophecy. This isn't like the Charlie Hebdo stuff making fun of Muhammad. This is a depiction of the prophet Muhammad. In his time. Call to prophecy. It's it's like his divine moment. Mm. It was a second image from the 16th century. He told his students in advance he was going to do this. He told them. It was in the syllabus. <laughs> yes. They knew all year. He told them as it was upcoming. He told them the day of. Before he clicked on the slide, he said, this next slide has Muhammad in it. If anybody needs to leave, now is your opportunity. I don't want to offend anybody. And that kid sat in the fucking crowd. was like, I can't wait till this fucking idiot shows that picture. I'm going to get him fired. Yes. And it worked. That's exactly what happened, Jared. Yes. That's- Wow. Ian completed that story to, to, to a T. That's exactly what happened. He gave them every opportunity to opt out. Also, this painting, 
was it was painted before there was an edict about images of the Prophet Muhammad. When so this painting was created, it was perfectly acceptable to create paintings depicting the Prophet. Now, Ray, <laughs> as a host of this show, you should know that you are judged by the standards of today, no matter when your actions right. have taken place. That is never a reasonable way to look at things, you and your logic. <laughs> Just because something was okay and the people had no way of knowing that it could someday be wrong, it is wrong now, so those people have to be punished. And if they can't be, anybody who doesn't shame them will be punished in their place. And not just that, but the, the art that was, that was created needs to be destroyed. <laughs> and just to put a cherry on top, the school in question condemned the instructor's decisions as undeniably inconsiderate, disrespectful, and Islamophobic. The painting wow. was done by a Muslim. The painting, he, he let everybody know in advance. He gave them every opportunity to opt out. But clearly, he was inconsiderate, disrespectful, and Islamophobic. I will <laughs> to bet that it wasn't just a, a Muslim kid. I bet you a lot of white kids got in on this, too. Oh. Oh, my God. Probably. A chance to be a victim? You bet yeah. they did. <laughs> Or at least fight for the Muslims, mm. you know. Right, because they were being disparaged mm. in a not-at-all kind of way. It's just so strange and unnecessary. Well, let's just find out. College I mean, kids are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is I feel like that. Uh, this is just another opportunity, so let's, you know, go further with it, guys. There is an edict that says you cannot say the prophet formerly known as Muhammad's name. Anybody who does that, executed. Anybody who's done that in the past, just as guilty, just go nuts. <laughs> Impose your bullshit rules on the rest of us and get this guy fired. I, I think Hesden uh, Gixson has an excellent point. They they said that his, his actions were Islamophobic. Hesden <laughs> Gixson says, I would say that this indicates that he is not scared of Muslims. But even, <laughs> even if you're going to say that, like, what? I mean, that's your religion. Why, why does he have to follow that edict? Uh, because the part of the Islamic basic function is to spread Islam throughout the world. And when the rest of the world is Islamic, something happens. I don't remember what it is. Right, but but why is he, like, as far as the college going, like, like saying, like, well, you're fired. And he's like, well, I'm not Muslim. I can show that picture if I want to. Right. Right? I'm because not breaking any laws. And it's not... It's, it's, not, it's not the law. Right. Yeah, it's not... It's not like I... You know, like, what I'm forget what the word that I'm looking for here, but like, it's not Islam. It, <laughs> it, it's just not mean towards Muslims. Right. Like, I understand they don't Correct. like it, but it's not saying, right. yeah. Intent aside, there there was nothing inappropriate. Like, I I enjoyed Ray's portion of the story. He managed this in the best possible way. Hmm. He chose the best possible painting. It was totally relevant. These are adult learners. These are not children. Do not. Feed me this line where there's these, oh, these helpless, innocent college kids. Yeah. Fuck you. You're grown-ass adults. Sort your shit out in a more appropriate way. But yeah, fuck. And Jared, you're right. This isn't, it's like you say, this isn't one of those immutable laws of the universe. <laughs> this is just something someone made up at some point. Unmake it or don't hold me to it. I don't care which. Mm. Right. I mean, like, I mean, like, can you go in there and be like, it'd be like a, a, a astrophysicist and be like, well, 
you know, people say that Christ was born on Christmas, but if actually, if you look at the calendar, not so true. <laughs> right? Probably oh, more born in June, July. Now, can I can you get fired for saying that because Christians believe that Christ was born on December twenty fifth? I uh, again, I'm with you. I have no idea where the line is drawn. <laughs> I wonder often, and perhaps this is a lawmophobic of me. Is it their willingness to use violence to resolve this, which makes everybody edgy? Yes. Like, yes. can, 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 yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Like, can Jews run into the Waffle House and grab the bacon off your plate and slam it on the ground and be like, you're blasphemers. You should all be fired. Fuck you. No, because that's ridiculous and unrealistic. But when Muslims do it, we've got a, oh, oh, okay. We're so sorry. Whatever you say. Yeah, I mean, most oh, Christians shit. believe the world's 6,000 years old. If any college professor says that it's not. They complain. Yeah. Can they get fired? Not, I can't be sure. It depends on the but, state. <laughs> well, no, I'm just going to pivot a little bit and say, I don't know if I can accept the term most for Jared's statement. If you had said some mm. Christians believe that or a oh, few. Oh, okay. You're right. You're the right. idea that most believe that doesn't seem, it seems disingenuous to Christians. Well, it only takes one, Ian. So... I guess you're right. That's true. It only takes That's one. That's true. That's true. What one is plenty. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this guy is getting punished for something that somebody else believes. Yes. Yeah. And that's bizarre. But again, now that I think about it, now that you've said it that way, I'm like, oh wait, nope, it's not that bizarre at all. There are millions of women in this country, here in America, that are punished because of what someone believes. True. Has nothing to do with themselves, but someone else believes it, so we gotta adhere to that because I don't know. Yep. They got the guns. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got Nana to vote for him. <laughs> All right. I'm glad that fired up you guys as much as it did me. Um, <laughs> the next thing that I have is uh, this is, is how amazing it is. Tucker Carlson made an appearance yeah. on Charlie Kirk's show. And I don't really care what else he said, but let's focus on uh, the Media Matters article that talks about the fact that Tucker says. My tolerance for atheism has really dwindled to nothing at this point. My tolerance for people who are agnostic or aren't really sure or seeking. And Charlie interrupts him and says, I totally agree with this. Um, Carlson then says, but the idea that there are people who are completely certain as a matter of religious faith <laughs> that there is no God. I just find it hilarious and childish. I can't take it seriously. And we feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Just about you, dipshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Childish. My goodness. Right. That, I, I, it's it's just, as he starts the sentence, every component is at least 100% false or completely disingenuous. Mm. Like, Ray, go through that sentence one more time. Like, none of it. Like, first of all, I don't believe him. I think he's full of shit. But that, what does he say about atheists again? He says, people who are completely certain as a matter of religious faith that there is All no wrong. God. No. A hundred percent of that is right. wrong. He doesn't understand We are not. We are not 100% certain in any way. We, the 100% the, uh, certain that there is no God? That's absurd. Mm. No. There is no evidence. No. Because there is no evidence to follow, I am willing to accept that there is no God if you present some evidence to the contrary. You could easily win me over to your side. You're not able to do that. That's fine. Then to, to the, say that atheism is a religious belief? Yeah. Right. It's a religious faith. Jesus! I love that part of it. <laughs> the, did you hey, not you understand have your what that word is? Ian and he has his, all right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they constantly do this. They'll constantly, you know, speak of atheism as a belief. It's yeah. with, with, with faith involved. I'm like, no, no, that's that's not what this is. This is the lack of faith. And I think that's just the monkey brain being like, like thinking that religion is, as we've often said, an immutable law. Now, yeah, there has to be religion. You have to believe in a religion. Well, if you put a, pro- a projection, you know, float on this. I mean, he's talking about it um, childish. He's talking about himself, actually, because religion is a childish concept. It is Easter Bunny and Santa Claus and God. They all fall yeah. under the same category. They are yeah, childish he believes, things. He, he believes in an invisible man in the sky that will grant him his wishes. But me not believing in that is childish. Right. No, it's projection. You know that what you believe is childish. You you know you should have set it aside as a child, but you can't do it at this point because your brand won't accept it. Well, Ian also stated the obvious, too, is that he doesn't believe what he's saying anyway. Yeah. He's just, yeah, yeah, I know you people who eat my shit up. You love God, so let me just double down yeah. on that. Right. <laughs> Now, and, excuse me, I didn't need to go count my Swanson frozen dinner money. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote our patron bot Brian, oh, Tucker, get in the fucking sea. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it, I, again, I wanted to bring it up because it's just an epitome. It's the absolute perfect example of what Christians think atheism is. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a complete misconception of that there's a belief. Atheism is the off channel. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's like saying that, you know, you're a Christian, that's channel four. You're a Hindu, that's channel channel eight. You're an atheist. No, that's off. The TV's yeah. off at that point. It's not a <laughs> I'm channel. I'm not reading a book. I'm not fucking playing a game. Right. <laughs> All right, I have a see, couple. While, while, oh, go ahead. See, while now, just real quick, like, while that is bothersome, especially because I know it's not true, what scares me more is like i remember years ago seeing and this always sticks in my head when i see him and i know a lot of people love him steve harvey yeah was on the game show host yeah, game huh? show host steve harvey yes yeah well fucking i hate that guy <laughs> what now why? i hate this guy so bad steve harvey go on why now. do you hate him i can't oh. because he is just unbelievably well you're about to tell us he is very anti-atheist he is yes. very misogynistic. <laughs> he is an absolute piece of shit. Yep. Yeah, besides the other he story. He's a bad Jay, person. Remember there was the story about the letter floating around behind the stage of his talk show that you're not allowed to look at him or talk to him. But, sure, I believe that. But I do. But ever since then, and I've seen him, and I've seen other comedians I like praise him and talk about him. I remember seeing him on CNN on, uh, what's his name? You know. The CNN guy, the biggest one ever, Anderson Cooper. Uh, Anderson Cooper. No, no, no. The old, the other one, the older one. Wolf the Blitzer. Ladies. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking the, the governor's brother. Oh. Come on, guys. <laughs> Someone. Jake Tapper. I don't know. No, he's not on anymore. <laughs> oh, retired old man. Tons no. of wives. It's. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Larry King. Larry King. Thank you. Oh. Yes. <laughs> He was on Larry. I can't believe we went that far. Just <laughs> nice. Uh, and he was like, I don't trust atheists. I don't know what they're about. I think mm. they're evil. I think like what gets them up in the morning, what what keeps them centered, what keeps them on the right path. Why don't they murder people? And, yeah, one of those ones. Right. It's that same thing. And I was like, what a piece of fucking shit. Mm. But I believe that Steve Harvey actually believes that. 
He's a dumb dumb, so sure. (laughs) Right, yeah, and this is prior to him. Like, I don't even know if, like, religious people, like, worship Steve Irie, because I don't think he talks about it that often. No. But uh, he was, I was like, he ain't doing this for a buck. If anything, this could ruin his career in Hollywood. I'm like, he's a true believer. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't like him. (laughs) Yeah. Larry King. (laughs) <laughs> if you'd have said 60 minutes the last story I'd have been on board <laughs> that's not him that's Andy yeah. Rooney oh damn it Larry You're King right. was never on 60 minutes yeah oh bunk <laughs> oh white guys <laughs> you old, old white guys I got them all confused sorry <laughs> uh, so uh, last couple things to uh, to talk about and, and not really a lot to t- talk about but an update on the whole virus situation Ohio has had a outbreak of measles in the Columbus area. Strangely enough, dozens of the children who have gotten the measles have been unvaccinated. Weird. What a surprise. Mm. <sighs> uh, this has led to the hospitalization of 33 children, primarily for dehydration, diarrhea, and pneumonia. Um, Eighty. 75 of the 82 cases were completely unvaccinated, and there were uh, there four. were a couple, oh, nearly two dozen, no. Anyway, I don't have the number. Oh, there were four. Here huh. we go. There were four that were only partially vaccinated. They got one of the MMRs and didn't get the follow-up. Why you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, measles is highly <laughs> virulent, so th- th- that's a problem. Uh, don't go to Central Ohio, I guess. Yeah, I do blame some of it um, on poverty. I mean, some of that shit could be expensive for for kids. There's help to be gotten, but you know, if, if you're in the in the in the gap between able to get assistance or you live in a shitty state, it can be difficult. Well, they live in Ohio. Well, like I said, shitty state. <laughs> <laughs> one one category. Check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying everything about Ohio is shitty, but the government and the, no. their approach to vaccines definitely shitty. Uh, yes. funny because when you said that, when you said don't go to Central Ohio, I was like, as if you needed another reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say too much since you know I I am from Central Ohio, but uh, just don't go. I visited. I was going to say I visited recently. I had a lovely time. <laughs> uh, other thing about viruses, uh, viruses, the new Omicron sub variant. XBB.1.5 now makes up to 40.5% of the COVID hospitalizations. Now, if you have the, what's it called? Bivalent? Bivalent. Bivalent? Yes. If you have the new bivalent uh, uh, vaccination, it it specifically is to target this. So if you can, I would highly recommend you do a little bit of research, find out if you can get the bivalent and uh, and get it because they're not they're mm. not giving it away for free. Uh, yeah. I got it and it was free. Yep. Where'd you get it from? Uh, my local provider. I just went to their website and said, "Hey, do I qualify?" And they're like, mm, "Did you just turn 50? And I'm like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> Damn you! So uh, there, it, it should be more and more available now, though. So yeah, I, I think it's I, I think anybody can get it now. Check. And if you live anywhere near a college that has a large population of international students, i.e. Chinese kids, they're bringing a older variant with them. They're not bringing the XBB, but they're bringing but a lot of them. A lot of China is infected with uh, COVID at the moment. So 
There's that. It was something like, dude, they have zero COVID over there. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Say, not according to them, they don't. Well, they only had yeah. 12 deaths, but they've already, they actually came out publicly and said they're not counting. If you die from pneumonia related to COVID, you died from pneumonia, not COVID. I don't know how you die from a virus other than the side effects of the virus, but they are very discriminatory as to when they say the person died of COVID. Yeah, I like how their numbers are so low, and yet the recent satellite data uh, shows crowds of thousands of people around the crematoriums. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure it's fine. Oh, yeah. That's probably just a mistake. Yeah. All right, final story. And I was going to include this last week, so it's a little old already. But a psychic, I believe self-proclaimed living Nostradamus. Ooh. Uh, we will see the beginning of the end yeah. this year. That man is freaky looking. Mm, yeah, is, pretty much. That's not a real. That's not a real face. <laughs> no, <laughs> someone has had work done. Yeah, <laughs> Athos Salome. That is clearly a synthetic human. <laughs> yeah, I believe his name is Athos Salome. Uh, he's being called the Living Nostradamus. He says that uh, the Antichrist will return in twenty. Return. I don't. I don't think the Antichrist returns. But in any case, <laughs> uh, in twenty twenty three. I uh, suggested that he predicted COVID, the Queen's death, Russia invading Ukraine, and Elon Musk's recent takeover of Twitter. <laughs> I don't know when he predicted this or what the evidence is. Pretty sure it's going you know, to be lacking. I, you know, I think I have a friend who might have seen some videos from this guy, because this all sounds very familiar, someone telling me all this. Yeah. And again, you fucking dummies. You know, when you're like, he's a modern-day Nostradamus, you'd be like, so he wrote some vague things down? <laughs> right. <laughs> that could be fucking construed into anything? Yeah. Like, come on, man, it's 2023! Are people out there still thinking Nostradamus was predicting the future? <laughs> he made lots of predictions, and a couple of them came oh, true. For f- <laughs> fucking God's sakes, what's what such dummies? His face really bothers me, it's asymmetrical, and it's... <laughs> Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just for fun. Mm. And attention. I mean, the man clearly got, needs attention. Look at his face. Oh, no, well, I, bet, I was hoping maybe some of the people, uh. like, because Jared, Jared was like, oh, 2023 psychics. And I was like, mm, I've gone searching for Bigfoot. But well, for that's fun, fun right? <laughs> yeah, just for fun. I know there's nothing out there, but still. But even, even, if, Ian, even if, like, you were 50-50 on Bigfoot. Right? Because <laughs> yeah. I want Bigfoot to exist too. And but like sure. when you start to really sit down and go, Well, how is this thing eluded people? I mean, we have satellite technology that can read right. your fingerprints and like, you're telling me Bigfoot's outwitting this shit? No. no. But part of you wants to believe it, right? Right. <laughs> so even we'll say you're fifty fifty. You have not dedicated your whole fucking life to proving that fifty percent <laughs> part true. <laughs> well, again, because that I don't have the desire to make money deceiving people. Mm. I'm starting to. <laughs> Every year that goes by that we do this show, I've spent half of this episode of the show quietly Googling in the background how to go to online seminary school. <laughs> I am tired of missing out on all this money. Mm. I am tired of being poor. And if it takes me becoming a fake good Christian... To build some generational wealth for my son. I will do it. Hey, maybe you could build some religion around fucking uh, Bigfoot. (laughs) Our forest god. (laughs) Cool, our forest god. Nice. (laughs) 
All right, do you want to hear some of his other predictions? Sure. Sure. Well, relatedly, he does say that the holy books uh, never considered the Antichrist as a being, but but not necessarily one person. The Antichrist is already ready and moving. And it's the woke mob. So <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's apparently the woke mob. Well, I, thought uh, was, I thought it was Trump. Trump is he fits the for the bill in a couple he, different ways. <laughs> he he ticked off a lot of the boxes. Yeah. But uh, he's old and going to die soon, so that won't happen. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, also, the Bible's wrong. <laughs> uh, today's Nostradamus also predicts the emergence of a zombie virus originating in the Antarctic. It seems he also unlikely. predicts the fall of cryptocurrency. I predict that. <laughs> Chicken predict that. <laughs> he says, I wouldn't want to despair cryptocurrency investors, but a glitch or something systematic could happen and will cause thousands of investors to lose a lot. Or wow. it's built on a house of cards and it's meaningless. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme, you idiots. Going out on a limb there, I don't know I'm if telling it's a you. pyramid scheme, but. I like how he does. It is so. definitely built on nothing. No. I also like how he's like, I don't want to disparage anybody who might give me money and is into crypto. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> give me your bitcoins, but yeah. Bitcoin seems legit-ish. No, it's, it's still it's legit it's all adjacent. based on the same. Oh right, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I mean, of all of them, yes. After <laughs> to to that point, I would ask, what isn't true? Like we've moved off the gold standard. Our economy is a total lie. Hmm. No, it's no more legitimate than crypto. You can't eat your money. Your money won't keep you warm. You can't build anything with your money. It's just representative bullshit of a system that we totally made up. I think the government is the difference. The government backs the money, whereas... That is the difference. That is why it exists. We would like to move money from person to person without having to go through government. Mm. Mm. That is its sole purpose. I mean, obviously, it opens up a huge market for grifters and NFTs and lots of bullshit like that. And obviously, the the FTX debacle and the up and coming future debacles of other things. But I, I mean, at its heart, uh, you know, it, it it I think it serves a, a real purpose. I, I think it could. Yes, I, I, I think. But people's people's right. greed will always ruin like it. Like so many things, are humans responsible enough? No. to be allowed access to it. No, mm. but. Agreed. Is is blockchain technology amazing? You bet. Sure. Are we are we adult enough to to um, actually be responsible with it? No. No. <laughs> no we made bored no. apes. We made bored right. apes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's gone. NFTs are gone already, which is unbelievable. Unless you're Donald Trump, who just gets on the <laughs> fucking last car of that train. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where his are at the moment, but they were tanking pretty hard. They are down 99% of their original value. Ooh. Wow. Somebody made a lot of big bucks in there awful quick and then dropped the bottom out. Yeah. And he got 10% of all of it. Man, it's not as dumb as people tell me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's uh, that's all I got. You guys have anything else? Negative. Match lap? Sure. Oh, match tell, lap. tell me yeah! about Matt. <laughs> Matt, big time Republican, family values guy. Turns out. Uh, somebody on the uh, Herschel Walker uh, team had to drive him around while he was at the events. And old Matt, who's a family man, uh, <laughs> just kept making passes at this dude to the point where he was like, I can't drive him around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, keeps, he keeps trying to have sex with me. <laughs> and it just 
Harken back to the old days when Republicans were tapping their foots under <laughs> under bathroom stalls. stalls and- well, did you did you hear who else came out and said, "Oh yeah, he did that to me too"? No, who was it? Oh damn it! What the hell is his name? Not Herschel's son. No, um, Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> really? Oh, no. Yes. What's he up to? He said Matt Schlapp did that to me too. Hey, buddy. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Matt Schlapp got me tooed by Milo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he catch him pre-gay or post straight? <laughs> <laughs> Unknown. It was in the past. So Did he own a dog at the yeah. time or not? <laughs> Maybe that's how Matt knew. <laughs> well, um, Milo said that he, he was the wrong color, but so I was confused. <laughs> oh, that's right. Milo likes black dudes. Oh, okay. His uh, ex-husband, now just roommate, is black, I believe. Ah, okay. I also so, think that uh, Milo is a compulsive liar as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, he, he, I think he hooked onto that Kanye train, and yeah. <laughs> Kanye been awfully quiet. He has. Oh, good. Hey, good weeks. thing he only went DefCon three. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, wait for tomorrow. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we, you know, kind of armchair um, diagnosed him as being a manic depressive, so he's probably in a depressive cycle. Hmm. Yes, that's probably true. Could be. Wait, what's happening tomorrow? I just, you brought him up, so he's going to be back in the news again. All right, anything else? That's it for me. I'm tapped. I'm good. All right. Then I think that's all we're going to have for this week. Uh, First, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could be with us tonight. Uh, Alpha Team, Brian B., Grinch McScrooge, Hesion Gickson, Hypatia, and Symmetric. We do appreciate your feedback and your comments as we record. Uh, If you enjoyed the podcast... You can support it by joining them, signing up on our Patreon page, or share the podcast on social media, leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, you can contact us on our Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on the Twitter box. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all the podcasts at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.